in regards to like the hours of service, how important is that for drivers to know everything about hours of service? Man, it's very important because a DOT officer can pull you over at any time and you have to be able to show them that you know how to work your ELD, which is your electronic log device. You have to literally send them your logs through that device. So that's the that's like the first thing is first. Like, how do I even send my logs to a DOT officer? Take those monies and spread cost families. Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Trucking Made Passive. I'm Q with Priceless Regime. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's D. Lee here with Priceless Regime. I'm so excited that you all are here. You're listening today. It's a very, very special topic today. We're speaking on compliance. Let's go, let's go. But yeah, welcome, everybody, to uh, Trucking Made Passive, where we teach truckerpreneurs how to create passive income and truckerpreneurs. Remember that passive income creates time freedom, which is the highest paid currency. D. Lee, man, how you doing today, man? Hey, man, I'm good. I'm good. How you feeling? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. I'm excited about this topic today, compliance, because a lot of people don't understand that compliance can either keep you in the game or it can kick you out of the game. So I'm excited to just go into the details, man, about this topic today. No, for sure, man. This is a really uh, big topic when you're in the logistics industry, man, especially when you're dealing with these semi-tractors and trailers. So, man, this is going to be a good one. Gotcha. Let's get into it, man. So how can compliance keep you in the game and how can compliance kick you out of the game? First of all, it'll keep you in the game if, you know, your house is service, everything is clean on your driving in, your vehicle inspections, you're passing uh, your safety audits, you're passing them out. So that'll keep you rolling. It'll keep you out the game when you're having log issues, when your driver is logging things incorrectly, when you have vehicle inspections and they're finding things that's wrong with your tractor or your trailer, or when you have a safety audit and you're not, you know, complying with that. So that'll keep you out of the game and it'll keep you losing money as well. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So in regards to like your hours of service, how important is that for drivers to know everything about hours of service? Man, it's very important because a DOT officer can pull you over at any time and you have to be able to show them that you know how to work your ELD, which is your electronic log device. You have to literally send them your logs through that device. So that's the that's like the first thing is first. Like, how do I even send my logs to a DOT officer? Because if you don't know and if you can't send your logs, guess what's going to happen? That's an automatic fail. They shut you down because you won't even show them your logs. So as a driver, you need to know how to operate that electronic law device. And as an owner, you need to know how as well. Because if your driver calling you about it and you have no knowledge about it, then this still is going to reflect on your company. So you need to know. And when it comes down to just the hours of service, as an owner, you need to know a driver clock. You need to know that a driver only can be, have a shift of 14 hours and only can drive 11 hours. And once that 14-hour clock is gone, he has to take a 10-hour break. He has to be in a sleeper berth or off duty for 10 hours, you know, to stay in compliance. Um, if he's not taking his breaks correctly, you can get a violation. And with that violation, if it's consecutive, they can actually, you know, harm your company and have you um, outside looking in because you're not on the road making money at that point. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So for firing fleet owners, 
if they do not want to go to CDL school, what's a way for them to actually like learn the compliance side of things? Man, you can just always Google, man, compliance for just this industry. And then you can get it down to your specific niche because it just depends on your operation because some people, you know, hours of service and compliances are different. It all just depends on what you're actually hauling. Are you in state? Are you out of state? And if it comes down to it, to it, you just can go to the FMSCA website. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, let's get into a few of the, I guess, the levels of um, inspections. Like, what would a, a company and a fleet owner be looking at from a level one inspection all the way up to a level six? Even up to the level one, we'll start up there. That's just usually your standard inspection. Uh, with that, uh, the DOT officer, he's just going to want to see your driver's drive license. Just want to make sure that he has the commercial drive license in his own hand. Uh, secondly, he's going to want to see that medical certificate just confirming that, you know, your driver, he passed, you know, the annual DOT uh, physical exam just to make sure he's physically able to operate this uh, semi-truck. Also, he's going to want to see that log book. He want to make sure that your driver is logging correctly. Like I said, again, if your driver is not getting the proper rest or doing the proper shifts, this can have our serve violation. And consecutively, if something happens, you can really actually be charged you and his driver because if he go ahead and hit somebody he's not logged correctly it's a reflection of your company and your driver so you got to take these things seriously it's really have you off the road and can have you behind bars so and uh lastly with the uh standard inspection they just want to see your medical card just to make sure it's up to date so that's just the simple standard inspection gotcha 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 so when it comes to more so your level five and your level six what type of things can a fleet owner expect to happen in those type of inspections? So as far as your level five inspection, that's just usually your standard vehicle only inspection where we're just going to really take a look at the vehicle. We're going to inspect the vehicle as far as under the vehicle and just checking around the tractor. This can be executed, you know, with or without the driver, you know, being intact. As far as your level six uh, inspection, this is usually for carriers that's carrying radioactive shipments. So usually if you have a dry van or flatbed refrigerated um, equipment or as far as your trailer, you wouldn't have to worry about that. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I definitely understand that, man. I appreciate that that free game, you know, that you gave to um, us truck entrepreneurs because a lot of individuals really do not understand the compliance side of things. We understand business, but when it comes to the compliance, the things that will put you out of business, we really, that's a, a foreign language to us. So we definitely appreciate you uh, for that. And, uh, man, I'm ready for one of my, my favorite uh, segments of the show. And uh, we're going to be speaking on um, just the trucking horror stories. And uh, today, you know, one of the trucking horror stories, you know, that I want to highlight is um, it has to do deal with compliance. And the trucking horror story today is it was just basically one of the companies uh, that we were managing. The individual during your new entrant safety audit which typically happens between those first 18 months of you uh, having an active authority. What happened was the mail, they're going to actually send mail to your actual um, location, so the home that you have on file, saying that, you know, you need to send in these items for your new entrant safety audit. And the owner kind of overlooked the mail or he didn't receive, well, he did, he didn't receive the mail. And they end up putting this company out of service for 30 days plus he had to pay um, like a reinstatement fee so literally when it comes to compliance and staying in, and being compliant these people are not playing 
these people are not playing at all. Like, so basically, um, the owner, uh, literally, uh, the truck was in Arizona, if I'm not mistaken. The truck was in Arizona. Once the actual thing was trying to book a load for that next day, and the broker told us, you know, hey, I don't think you guys are in compliance. I think you guys are out of service. I was like, no, you know, no way, you know, we're out of service. So another broker said it. And then another broker said it. So I'm like, okay, what's going on here? So we ended up finding out that we were out of service. And basically the truck had to literally sit for those 30 days. The thing is, is the driver was from Arkansas. The truck was in Arizona. Uh, so we had to get the driver transportation to Arkansas, had to leave the truck at the truck stop. And also driver ended up leaving. Like the driver literally ended up leaving the company because the driver did not want to wait a month or 30 days for a job. So basically that was just a, a terrible situation. And um, it was an unfortunate situation because literally, you know, it was, you know, just kind of overlooking. It kind of just went, you know, over over his head, the paperwork and things like that. But literally we had to, you know, get a new driver, send a driver out to Arizona to pick up the truck and um, just go from there. But man, it was a catastrophe, man. Just waiting that long, not knowing, you know, who your next driver was going to be, you know, how they were going to pick up the truck, if your truck was going to be vandalized, if your truck was going to be stolen, because it was so far out with no one really, you know, keeping an eye on the truck. So literally we, we were calling the truck stop like literally every other day to ensure that, hey, is uh, this truck X, Y, and Z truck number there on your yard? So yeah, it was it was just a, a crazy situation. But yeah, man, this, this trucking thing can get real scary if you're not compliant. Nah, most definitely. And that's just a, that's a sad story, but it's a great story for the people in the audience to actually take that and learn from it so they won't make the same mistakes. So definitely appreciate you sharing that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, man. But yeah, I appreciate you, D-Lee, jumping on today. I appreciate you all in the audience today for another episode of Trucking Made Passive. I appreciate you guys just listening to us. Tune in to the next episode of Trucking Made Passive. And remember, we're teaching truckingpreneurs how to create passive income because passive income creates time freedom, which is the highest paid currency. See you guys next episode.